Welcome everyone to this week's Subtle Interference. Episode three. Three. It is three, isn't it? Yes. That's why I said it. <laughs> Holy shit. Hi um, everyone. Welcome to Subtle Interference. It's episode three. I'd like to welcome you. I'm Alex. This is Bob. Say hello, Bob. Hi. And we have a guest star here, Erica. Should have been featuring. No, you're a hello. guest star. Hello. How is everyone? <laughs> I'm just going to be a guest star on every single episode. Absolutely. Until we decide to make me a, a regular player. No, there can only be two regulars. So let's say, for example, you know, Bob has to go. Well, then you can be a regular. All right. And then he'll become the guest. Well, you guys wanted to talk wrestling, so oh, I was we're gonna absolutely check going out. So right shut into the wrestling. fuck up for the next thirty minutes, Bob. <laughs> so I think it was last Sunday, Darren Young. In the morning, too, wasn't oh, it? Oh, whatever. Or no, wasn't it? During, yeah. It was like during football. It was Sunday. You're right. Yes, yeah, Sunday. You messaged me in the afternoon to tell me about it. So Darren Young, Summer Ray, Emma get released. No offense to Darren Young. Don't really care. Never did anything. Not well, a very good here's, wrestler. Here's the, no, he wasn't a very good wrestler. But there, you could have made him into something. But since the WWE is like, ooh, 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 he's gay. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. To be fair, wasn't that the only reason he was getting pushed at all? I mean, that was the only Cause reason. Because he was getting zero push up until then. Oh, he knew what he was doing. But that is the only reason that he like stayed on for as long as he did. They were waiting yeah. until it was like, we haven't had him on TV for a very long time. So now let's... Well, what was funny was the night before he got fired, along with the other two, he was actually at the Staples Center at a Clippers game, I think, promoting a future WWE event. So (laughs) for some reason, they have him out promoting and then they fire him the next day. But as we're going to talk about here in a moment, the left hand clearly has no idea what the right hand's doing, because for some reason, they fire Emma who has been having competitive matches on TV with Asuka, which, by the way, has killed any momentum Asuka might have had coming onto the main roster, because for some reason, she's having competitive matches with a jobber. Because they don't... I've maintained this for a very long time, and we've had this conversation multiple times. They He doesn't know what he's doing anymore. I don't know what happened, but... He's old. Right, so, okay... Let's 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 get Grandpa into the easy chair then, because you know it has to kill Triple H. Oh God! And I'm not one to really like give a shit about what Triple H like thinks or feels or cares about. But, but... he clearly is more in tune with what's going on than 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 Vince is. Correct. So they so you know Summer Ray. I think Summer Ray should have been on TV consistently. As a manager, she like she's an vanished. she's an okay wrestler, but I thought her best stuff was always promo and character related. Sure, she was great with Handsome Rusev, but as I think we'll also get to in a moment, everyone's great with Handsome Rusev. The fact that he's not your top guy. Oh, he came into your top baby face. On a tank, Alex. And that was like the best part of that mania. It's Rusev Day. <laughs> was that the same mania where Triple H came up in the Terminator thing? Yes. Rusev. That's still the funniest thing I've ever seen. Best, so Summer Ray absolutely should have been on TV as someone's manager, but pretty much no one gets to be a manager other than Paul Heyman. Which also makes zero sense. Yeah. Well, and the Singh brothers. They're awesome too. 
I gotta they're, tell you, they're ya, just there to get like severely injured by. Ray as Ford, always on though. this, as always on this podcast, I'm just all over the place. I don't care. It's deal, what we do. Deal with it. <laughs> yeah, let's don't care. <laughs> um, hey, question: w- Could I book better than Vince? No. For sure, no. That hurt. Those rotting yeah. flowers behind you probably could, though. <laughs> wow. Shots fired at the rotting flowers. <laughs> well, and it's because it's like, okay, we're going to do one thing one week, and then we're going to completely, like, either freak the fuck out and veer in a completely different direction, or we're going to just do the exact same thing each and every week until the pay-per-view comes up. It's why I don't really bother watching Raw or SmackDown anymore. And I don't understand how Emma gets fired because she's at minimum a top 10 woman in the whole company. She's close to top five. I'm not going to say she's top five because that's like Sasha, Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, and Asuka. But she's right outside those five. She should be featured. She shouldn't have been a jobber for all this time. She shouldn't have. She's everything you could possibly want. Okay, we know how they evaluate the women. She's in great shape. She's beautiful. She's an okay promo. She's a great pro wrestler. I have no idea how she gets fired other than general stupidity. I'm, I'm trying to apply logic I'm, I'm, here. I'm waiting for the... the, uh, the uh, I, I, know, I, know. I know it's coming and I'm waiting for it. Oh, we can go ahead and talk about it. How in the fuck does someone like Emma and Summer Rae get fired, but people like Dana Brooke and Nia Jax, Rock Blood, have a fucking job? Rock Blood. Nia Jax asked for time off, comes back on TV, and immediately jobs out Bailey. Erica, you and I both know Vince doesn't give anyone time off no No one has ever in the history of wwe asked for time off came back and beat someone like a jobber well we can talk about some other people getting beaten by like jobbers in the last two weeks as well like who um let's talk about kane pinning fucking finn balor (laughs) i got to that point in the the recap i was reading and i'm like yeah you know i think i'm done and i'm good The night after Finn Balor beat AJ Styles clean as a sheet. So if we're doing MMA math here. That fucking was right after that, wasn't it? That yeah, wonderful, the wonderful, next night. beautiful, glorious match. The next night. And you have Finn fucking Balor lose to Kane. And didn't Kane whoop Finn Balor's ass again this week? Yes. And then he, and then he, and he then he whooped somebody else, didn't he? He whooped Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins' ass too. He pinned Seth Rollins. That's what it was. God. Who uh, are we building him up to lose to? Is it Braun? Braun Strowman. Okay, you have to admit that was awesome on Raw. It was so cartoony. But when he rose out of the garbage <laughs> like the fucking Terminator and did his yell with his arms up. I, I I popped. It was amazing. Alex, it's those it's those kind of moments where it's like I appreciate the absurdity of professional wrestling. Oh yeah. Like Braun Strowman, like anything he does. Like he did that that, that whole ambulance thing that he did. He can do anything else he wants. He's he is one of those guys who he's like in that zone where you can do cartoony stuff with him and it totally works. And he should really be one of your like really tippy top guys. I guess he kind of is, but they have everyone beat him. Like Roman Reigns beats I, him. I was just gonna bring up you had a, a opportunity to do something special with Braun Strowman, but then you fed him to Roman Reigns at 
Was it Fastlane? Some random pay-per-view. It was right before WrestleMania. And Brock was... Lesnar beats him like a jabroni. Oh, that... Oh, and that was like Hospocalypse. Man. Like, oh my God, that could have been great! That match sucked. It was terrible. And that should have been a great match. And you know who should beat Brock Lesnar? Just for my entertainment? The Maharaja. Jinder. Mahal! They're facing each other at Survivor Series, aren't they? That's going to be great. I mean, okay, it's going to suck. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be but, terrible. But it's going to be great in that, like... The entrances are going to be great. Yes. I love... Well, you know what the entrance needs to be? It needs to be Jinder coming down and then Brock just, like, F5-ing the entire stage and being like, <laughs> we're not doing this. This is the end. Everything about Jinder is great up until he actually starts wrestling. His promos used to be bad. Now they're actually pretty good. Like, he has a lot of confidence now because he's got so much practice as the right. top guy on SmackDown. I, I appreciated those air quotes. Yeah. That's for the people in the room. And the dog. He, he's staring at the ball that I'm keeping from him, so he's not paying too much attention. So... Jinder really has improved a lot. His whole presentation's great. The problem, of course, is that he's just a terrible pro wrestler. So that's a slight slight issue there. But as we've seen, being a great pro wrestler doesn't really do much for you, Uh, Emma. No, doesn't matter. How the fuck Uh, does Emma not have a job? With the fucking, like, well, she's, well, they released her, right? So she can. Oh, she can go anywhere. Which one's Emma? The hot Australian. You staying out with Dana Brooke? Bob doesn't give a fuck. Do you remember the he like with Santino where they just kind of ruined her like that? Do you remember that like a long time ago? Was she the one with uh the really dark lipstick? Yes, she'd wear the aviators, which yeah. were badass, and okay. yes. the tiny gloves, which were also badass. Yes, gotcha. like all the girls, she has some sort of gimmick with her makeup, and hers was her makeup would always match her outfit. I enjoyed the dark lipstick personally. Yeah, it, it was good. Look. It wasn't for me. Whatever. Being very nitpicky. <laughs> no, but it it's just like, yeah, I don't understand it. And I guess you got a picture of Triple H in the back just banging his head against the wall. Like, why do I fucking bother then? Well, and that's got to be the frustration is you spend all this time and money building someone, someone up, investing in them, training them from the ground up. And they're completely wasted once they hit the main roster. And what we're finding out is again and again and again, for some reason... They don't want to do what's been working in NXT. Vince has this mindset, and it could be someone else, but Vince gets the final say, so he gets all the credit and all the blame. But Vince has the mindset of, oh, it worked in NXT. Let's do something different. Asuka comes up. Instead of absolutely demolishing everyone like she did in NXT, let's have her have competitive matches. Wow, how come two weeks later when she comes out, no one's cheering for her? This is strange. I, I, I genuinely don't understand it. I really don't. It just doesn't... Because NXT Asuka, I like wanted her V Goldberg. Give me Asuka V Brock Lesnar, and I want her to fucking destroy him. Yeah. WWE Asuka can barely scratch out a win against Emma, who they fired. Well, and that's the thing. So it's like, did you... Was it just kind of like he woke up on Sunday and was like, oh, yeah, fire her. I don't want her on my... Like... It, it was probably literally like they had a budget meeting. And they just decided we're going to get rid of three people. And for some reason, Emma's on the list. I have no idea why. Well, and it's like they don't think about this stuff. Like, I know that they don't because they don't give a fuck. But, like, continuity-wise, I just, like... Do you think Vince just said, bring me a list of the women wrestlers? And he picked just three names off the list. He didn't even know who they were. 
Darren Young is not a female wrestler. Wow. Wow. That's a good He's point, a, Bob. Uh, <laughs> he is a gay man, so that was e- even worse. Nice wow. job, Bob. It looks like um, you may be a regular sooner than expected, Erica. <laughs> I, I will take on this responsibility with dignity and grace. Well, I have no dignity or grace. Obviously. I'm filled with it, just like everything else. To not be fair, blood. to be fair, I forgot oh. that Darren Young was part of this discussion. You're, why you're, you're you're not full of rock blood, Alex? Why, why, Erica? Why does Nia Jax have a job? Rock blood. I know the rock reason. <laughs> I know the reason. I'm one sixty fourth rock, <laughs> and now she's on Total Divas, so they're not going to fire her for even longer. Because as long as you're on Total Divas, they won't they won't actually acknowledge your firing. Like they let Eva Marie go five months. Before they acknowledged it because Total Divas was still running. I would rather have Eva Marie happily than Nia Jax. I'm I'm gonna start playing a game where before we record, I'm gonna like just write down a time of how long it takes for you to mention Nia Jax. Well, I was baited into it, so that's not fair. I was no, asked no, to bring you, you I were was ramping at, to I was you asked were, to you bring were it up. literally like chomping at the bit you over were there. Ramping to get there, sweetheart. I'll tell you what, people like to rip on Eva Marie. At least when Eva Marie came out, people cared. When Nia Jax comes you get a, out, you got a reaction. When Nia Jax comes out, nobody gives a shit. I, I maintain that with training she could be something, she could be good. Oh, great. So I have to watch her suck on Raw for five years. No, no. What I'm saying is she, she they, they brought her up way too soon. But that's not, they're not sending her back down. Of course they're not going They're to. not sending her back down. They rushed her up to the main roster. Fire her. That's not going to happen. I know. I'm just, well, no, like, could I you just have, want my dreams. Let me have my dreams, Erica. You, ha- you have to this shove is, someone this down. This is a post-2016 election America, Alex. You don't get to have <laughs> dreams anymore. Dreams are dead. <laughs> Look at my life. My dreams come true. Kane pin fucking Finn Balor. Okay, How does that happen? We're ripping on everything, so let's talk about something great. <sighs> Handsome Rusev is the fucking man. Okay, I was thinking about this the other day. Wow, I really love this pairing of Rusev and Aiden English. This is a great pairing. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute. Everyone who gets paired up with Rusev is instantly awesome because just by being in his orbit, you are suddenly great. I would argue the same thing of uh, one Mr. Cesaro. Maybe not to the same extent. Cesaro and Rusev as a team. Yes, please. Right now. Yes, please. It's and Rusev like Day is the best. I, I do enjoy Seamus. Well, let's go trios and we'll, we'll have Seamus too. Oh. No. Seamus is Team another one. If Shame if Seamus got fired tomorrow, I wouldn't care at all. Seems like a nice guy. See, okay I like wrestler. I think he's fun in the ring. They just never give him anything he's to do. He's kinda like a charisma black hole. He's better as a like a villain than he is as a good guy. Oh, for sure. When they had him be a good guy, it was like like the guy clearly is uncomfortable doing this. And just being like the jobber, like semi badass that he is now in the bar with Cesaro. All right. It's an improvement. They look like they're having a good time. The I'm bar is such a bad name for a tag team. Well, they still introduce them as Seamus and Cesaro. They don't acknowledge the name. <laughs> I like. don't even think they realize that they gave them t-shirts. And then for some reason, they don't call Fandango and Tyler Breeze the fashion police. That is a crime against humanity. I don't, and, and like your buddy buddy with E, couldn't you just get the rights? It's for a different format. 
You could even have them go on Fashion Police. And it would be fabulous. Oh my god, it would be amazing. And then the Ascension randomly show up. (laughs) Because it's like, oh wait, yeah, we have to do something with them too, don't we? Those guys have a job. I like Victor. Connor's another one. How is this loser in a job in WWE? I just don't think that they like watch the show and they don't realize that he's still there. Was it really like they put a name of 20 people up on a wall and threw three darts? It kind of seems that way, doesn't it? I just don't understand why certain people just can't get a push. Like, how is Summer Ray not getting a push of some sort? How is Emma not getting a push? I mean, Emma has proved consistently she can have really high-quality wrestling matches. Because, Alex, it's all about just we have... Because, one, we don't want to give any more time to female wrestling than we absolutely have to. We did our well, little... that's true. Our little women's revolution. Hey, look, they have a little bit more time. And okay, shut up the shut up. Shut that up, was shut all up, thanks to Stephanie McMahon, by yes, the way. Yes, some say she started the women's revolution. But so okay, we have our five women that we're going to kind of focus on, and we're just going to shuffle them in and out of feuds with each other, and nothing matters, and it's all fifty-fifty booking, and everyone looks like shit. I think I've actually heard Stephanie McMahon may have actually been the first woman, like ever. Actually, I heard it was actually her that created the universe. Did you know that? Oh, my God. I know. Stephanie McMahon invented the Fake force. news. <laughs> You're fake news. This is all fake news. There was a rogue Twitter employee that deleted my account. That was awesome, actually. Oh, my God. That was amazing. That one final, like, yeah, hey, you know what? Go fuck yourself, you but fat did you asshole. Hear, did you see what he did with it? How he spit, spun it? No. He spun it from, well, I must be getting through if people are trying to delete my Twitter. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Where is the fat guy heart attack? Just die. Just die. Just die. No, you don't want him to die because then Mike Pence is in charge. You know what, Alex? I will take the five seconds of satisfaction that it would give me. That's all that I want. Well, that's all you would get until Pence would manage to get something passed that would strip you of your right to All women have to be called mother now. I'm going to have dinner with mother. Mike Pence. Mother is the only one that I can have dinner with. Oh my God. Erica, you better really start being nice to Bob because if Mike Mike Pence gets in charge of the country, it's going to be the Handmaid's Tale. Oh, I'm done. I'm just done. Is that Handmaid's Tale, not Handmaiden? Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, okay. I got it right the first time. I'm just going to jump off. I'm just going to go in the bathroom. I'm going to do the same sad shower I did with Trump one, but I'm going to just slit my wrists at the same time. Just be like, you know what? I'm done. Thanks. Had a good the problem, run. The problem is, is you're way too stubborn to kill yourself. That's right. Now, what I would actually do is shave my head, go full Furiosa. I'd have to drop like 200 pounds. But I'd Whoa. get a big rig, cut my arm off, and then just like, let's start the Road Warrior Wasteland. If you dropped 200 pounds, would you be alive? Oh, yeah. Because I think I'd be in the grave if I lost 200 pounds. I'm pretty sure. Nah, I could lose 200 pounds. would be okay. Be pretty skinny. But I think I'd be all right. I mean, Alex, let's be real. This is never going to happen. <laughs> Mike Pence being president? Uh, uh, I'm talking about me. You might, you, might, you might just have to wait about six months. Me losing any significant amount of weight is what I was saying. <laughs> this got dark, ladies and gentlemen. Really, really this got dark. Fast. I apologize. Bob, save us. I, don't, I think I'm the one who caused this. Anyway, Failure! You know what? Since, since we're in a nice, fun spot already, All right, let's, I saw a picture from Rusev. deeper. I saw a picture from uh, Rusev on Instagram, and it's him sitting next to Lana, 
And in the caption, he mentions that Lana's legs look kind of bruised up. And he goes, man, I wonder why they look like that. My guy, Rusev, he's the best. Come on. Is he not the best? He is the best. He's the man. He came into WrestleMania on a tank. He could do, he could like be the worst for the rest of his life. Can we? He just, came into WrestleMania on a, a motherfucking tank to the Russian national anthem. Take, just take a moment to remember the promos with Putin oh on the God. big screen and with how the great. shirtless Putin photos. Oh, oh, how I miss, and we can't do that anymore because Linda's in the fucking administration. Remember when he threw a fish at Lana when they were fake feuding? Yes. That was great. I also just reminded myself that WWE is totally tied up with the Trump administration and got even more sad than I already am. Well, maybe, you know, it could bring down WWE and someone, another promotion could take its spot. Did you read the rumor that Stephanie McMahon is considering running for a political office? Please don't, don't. You're going to kill me. You realize that? I'm not kidding. (sighs) Because Linda did so well. You know, this is the company. Though, to be fair, she did fail like as high as she could fail up to. So good for her. Kudos. Oh, yeah. Well, you know those white women. They always get their way in the end. Some of us. <laughs> if you have enough money. Um, th- this is a company who, speaking of all-time great wrestlers, not just women's wrestlers, this is a company that literally could have had... Manami Toyota in under contract in her prime and they would have found a way to ruin her. Yes. Do you realize she has something like 15 or 20 five-star matches from Dave Meltzer? Think about that. Do you know who that is, right? I'm aware of wait. No. You must be. Cuz I know I, no you're not talking about Dave. No, I'm not talking about Dave. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yes, you do. She was, because you've watched King of Trios with me. She was in the trio of Mike Quackenbush and uh, with Jigsaw. Well, so I've seen her. That doesn't mean I know who she well, you is. you know of her. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not going to try anymore. I'm just not going to try. Try to bring you into the conversation. But oh, no. well, what, how I, what kind of reference did I have? fine okay we'll come back around to wrestling if i think it's something good but what i would like to talk about bob because i know you enjoy any opportunity to try to make me feel bad (laughs) this week on wednesday i think Oh wait before we get to that do we want to talk about what someone finally did oh that's right bob you played bloodborne If, if everyone will remember on the podcast after a minor amount of finagling i wouldn't say much a minor amount Bob agreed to play an hour of Bloodborne. Bob, what do you think so far? Um, well, from all, all the feedback I got from Truthfully. The, truth, don't be an asshole. From what did the, you actually think of it? From all the feedback I got from the two of you uh, uh, describing my play style, um, evidently I'm better than both of you. You were doing quite so. well. <laughs> you were doing better than I was. Stra- <laughs> now, now, to be fair, the strategy you're going with of Is not... not sustainable at <laughs> yeah. all. The strategy of never dodging or avoiding any attacks and just straight attacking through all damage will not work, you know, anymore at the point you're at. I mean, but it was working up till now. It seems to be working for the Republican Party, so I might just keep rolling with Bob, it. Bob, so we're, what do you, t- we're yeah. trying to have a happy conversation here. <laughs> yeah, please, Bob. Stop trying to drag this whole podcast down until you're into your conservative outlook. All right. <laughs> um, no, the, the game mechanic's fun. I'll give you that. Uh, it um, It is difficult but it's it's not unfair yeah i mean i I didn't want to say those exact words because it's the same thing everyone says 
but it's I, not cheap. Yeah, it's, it's you know exactly why you died because you tried to go for that, that one last extra swing slash. instead exactly. of instead of um, ducking out and taking another extra twenty seconds. Uh, no, it's it. I mean, it's fun. Um, the aesthetic really, it's gorgeous, but it's just not my aesthetic. Um, Alex just rolled his eyes. He's, al- he's allowed to be wrong. No, that's he not, is. That's he not is. an opinion. He's allowed to be wrong. Yes. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Um, you know, I'm, it, I'm not, it is interesting, like a, a game where it really just throws you in and it barely gives you the well, most. Doesn't give you anything. I mean, it gives you like in, uh, in Hunter's Dream, you've got like the skeleton things that will tell you can go up and go through them all and they'll tell you oh this is how you attack they'll basically tell you the buttons if you read everything on the ground and in fact you actually miss some of the stuff that was on the ground so and i'm sure a lot of people do they only see like half of them or something yeah so like you never even saw the thing that tells you the button to dodge i had to tell you that yeah not that you were using no i did see it I did see that one. He just willfully chose to. Ignore no, it. It, I, I did. I'll say, I mean, I'm sure as you play the game more, you get used to the controls of the game. What what was really throwing me off is, you know, in most games, um, I'm used to using, you know, my thumb for so, my right thumb for so much. And, you know, going to hit R3 to lock in and then you know, having to pull it back. And I was, I was having a little bit of difficulty with it. I think, you know, if I, if I kept playing it, I'd get used to it and it'd be fine. It yeah, does th- take getting used to it. There might be an alternate control scheme. I've never looked cause it doesn't bother me, but there may be. I mean, I, I don't, I usually try not to alter the control scheme because I think with most games, it's just a matter of, you know, playing it for a couple hours, getting your brain used to the repetition through repetition, your brain gets used to it. Right. It was like, um, when I was playing steep, the control scheme for steep makes no sense. Cause you would think it would be very similar to Tony Hawk, but it's not, but you know, I played it for probably 20 hours or so, whatever it is. And, I get used to you it. You have played Steep for longer than 20 hours. I don't think so. <laughs> is there an in-game timer? Is there a way you could tell? <coughs> I don't know. Well, it's on Steam, so Steam will have a time. That's but. true. So, Bob, are you going to give Bloodborne a little bit more of a chance, or have you done your hour and you're never going to play it again? I'm not against uh, playing it some more. He's never going to play it but again. I'm, but, I mean, realistically, probably not. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, the uh, two people that listen to this, I tried. I mean, you can, it's, what's the old line? You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Exactly. exactly. Well, I, I this can, dumb fucker just won't drink. I, I can see, I can see uh, what people like about it. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. There's just something about it that, and I feel the same way, you know, watching Dark Souls. Um if I if I sat there and just turned my brain off and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to go and kill as much shit as possible, I feel like I could probably get fairly far in the game. But I'm not being pulled into the game for anything more than just killing shit. 
So on the Xbox One this week, they started the original Xbox backwards compatibility. Oh, so yeah. now you can play as you could play like um Fusion Frenzy or Knights of the Old Republic. <gasps> Ooh. Uh you could play Ninja Gaiden Black, and I bling bring this up. I don't bling it up. I bring it up. You do both. <laughs> I sometimes. Because Ninja Gaiden is the father of this sort of game in this recent generations, you know, that preceded all the dark souls games. And it's exactly like that. It just drops you in. It doesn't tell you any of the controls. I remember you. I remember watching you play that back in the day. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. It's great. Um, and by the way, through the Xbox, since it's it up reses it big time. So it's running at like 1080p instead of like 480p. It looks so much better. Nice. Yeah. I'll have to trick it up and give it a try. I don't think I ever played it back in... I would watch you play it and I think I may have tried it. Like, this is hard. Fuck this. But it's... It, hard is... It, it's refreshing, I find. Now. Oh, and the camera... Food challenge. The camera is the worst camera in any video game ever, I think is safe Fighting to say. Fighting against the camera at all times? You have to do every last movement yourself. The camera will not adjust in any way. So if you get into a bad spot, the camera's just in the wall and you can't see anything. And you're trying to move the camera while five ninjas are trying to kill you. <laughs> it's about as fun as it sounds. Nice, nice. Reminds me of uh, the old Resident Evils where you've got, like, you can't adjust the camera at all, but there's something attacking you from the off screen. Mm, so once the patch comes out for the oh, X... Oh, we also found out today that Bob has never played any Resident Evil games because he's a monster. Yeah, I think what we're going to have a... What am, I, what am I supposed to do here? I'm supposed to play every video game and watch every movie? I think what we're discovering is there's going to be an ongoing storyline on this podcast that Bob doesn't like anything that's good. I'm I'm down with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about the facts. It's just the facts. I love Folks. all things that are good. You've played How do you play none of the Resident Evils? I genuinely don't understand how you know yeah, you get every, through life in our age and have not played a Resident Evil game. Everyone who's lived anywhere near the amount of years we've been alive should have played Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 4. Those are required games for anyone. Man, woman, animal. Even Bob the dog played Resident Evil 2. <laughs> he did. I caught him down here one day. Yeah. It must be difficult without opposable thumbs. It was really impressive. I wish I had a camera. <laughs> I I just... I never... You're the worst. You can say it. It's okay. When did the first Resident Evil come out? I don't know. 96? PS1? It was PS1. I see. Yeah. I didn't have a PlayStation. It comes out on every platform. Did it come out on the N64? I think they released a port, didn't they? They definitely did for Resident Evil 2. I'm not sure. Resident Evil 2 for sure was on the N64. I'm not I sure about one. I will also say, though, they ha- it has been re-released a million nauseum. times. I'm pretty sure 1 and 2 are on the GameCube. But why would I? Well, they I didn't were. have a GameCube. Well, we like we've established you're an idiot. Yeah. Well, I I went from N64. I went, uh, you know, which my which was my brother's. Um, I went through almost all of college with no game system until my senior year. I got a PS2, um, the slim one, for uh, Dance Dance Revolution. To be fair, not going through college without a video game system probably was a great decision. It that was it's true. 
I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I wish I would have had that fortitude. And then I got... Yeah. Real talk. I played through the entirety of Wind Waker over the course of a weekend in college. Now, just Because I'm that fucking person. Now, just to, to preempt this for when Sam eventually chimes in with a text message. Um, yes, Sam had an Xbox and probably a PlayStation, but... I mean, I didn't, so... Well, and there's no excuse now, because we have Resident Evil on the PlayStation 4. I Oh, no. You, do you understand how deep my bag of excuses is? Yes. Well, I, I, it's I'm, like, I'm married to you. It's yes. like Santa's magic bag. I can just keep reaching down further and further. Wait, who's this Sam guy? Is this one of our two listeners? It, it, Sam uh, does a sister podcast. Oh, no, I don't care about that. Oh, does he okay. actually listen to this one? I, I don't know. <laughs> Okay, then fuck him. And he just says, oh, yeah, there's other podcasts on the network. We, we don't do free advertisements anymore. Okay, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to anything else on this. If I'm not on it, boycott it. <laughs> That's right. Boycott everything. Even if Erica and Bob are on it. If I'm not there, don't listen. I was going to say Game of Thrones is over. I don't think anybody else, anybody listens to it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's never coming back. Move on. So I am, however, looking forward to the Xbox One X because speaking of Resident Evil, I've been waiting to play Resident Evil 7 until they eventually put out the X update for it. And that's going to look awesome because I don't know if you've watched any of the videos of that game, but that looks fun as hell. It does. It does. I had wanted to pick it up. And for whatever reason, I don't fucking remember. This year is like flown by. Just never got a chance to, but I've watched videos and it does look like it's a good time. Yeah, once I saw the video of it running on a PS4 Pro versus the Xbox One, I was like, I'm waiting. I don't want to play the crappy version of this. Can you get it on PC? You can. But imagine how it's going to look with the power of X. No, but Bob, I mean, we are using all of our PC power to run Undertale. <laughs> What about Stardew Valley? Yes. I mean, that that's a graphical powerhouse, Alex. Hey. And hey. I put like 100 hours into that fucking shit. That game's fun as hell. <laughs> and she almost thinking bought about, it again on the thinking Switch. Thinking about getting it for the Switch. <laughs> you know, you could also buy it for the PS4 and Xbox One. It's like Resident Evil. It's on everything. On everything. You know, you know what looks really good on the Protein Conduit, Alex? Now, is it the first time that he's heard the dumb name of our computer? Probably. No, I've heard it before, but it's still fucking stupid. <laughs> to be fair, he didn't name it, I did. You know what you should have named it? You should have called it uh, Bowling and Buds or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Pin Pals! <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what looks good at the birth of the conduit. Steep. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we walked into that one. <laughs> Only Bob spends four thousand dollars on a PC. It was not four thousand dollars to play a fucking two-year-old skateboarding, <laughs> snowboarding game. You know, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, so uh, we we've talked at length about um building that PC, um, and how I'm a crazy person, but uh, he wasn't gonna tell me how much that dumb graphic. He was like, "Oh, you don't want to know. You don't know how much." I'm like, "Tell me how much you fucking spent, asshole." <laughs> um. So my my old personal trainer, he he's doing. Um, Did you really, really just say that? What my personal trainer? 
what am I supposed to say? Oh, the guy I used to go to and he used to work me out at the gym. No. Before I, I gave better. up. You could have ended it with that. Yeah, before I gave up. Okay. Um so he, he I guess he's uh he's in classes for um game design. Stupid fucker. Yeah, he's not very smart. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoy eighty hour work weeks, then that's the job for you. Uh-huh. So he, he went out and he bought uh, he built a new computer from scratch, um, and he was telling me he, how much money he dropped, and he's going through components, and I'm sitting there listening to him. I'm like, like I, I'm I'm big on over buying what I need. Correct. But but Erica's not allowed to buy anything. Nope. <laughs> this is an unfair environment. This is no, very my hostile. Favorite, my favorite example of this was um, earlier this year. Someone's like counting down all the vacations that uh, we've taken. He's like, yeah, you know, we did Whistler and then I went to Tahoe and then I went to Saint, uh, what was it, Salt Lake City. And I went here and I went there for my snowboarding bullshit. Oh, yeah. And you took that, that one day to the spa with Vicky. And I'm like, really? 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 The one day that I went. Okay. All right. Sure. This is going to be a great podcast for the eventual divorce court hearing. <laughs> There's going to be so much evidence contained within. And that'll add another listener. See, I feel like... Oh, look at that! <laughs> I, I, do, I do feel like that story is taken out of context. It is not at all. That is exactly that, what happened. That is not what I was trying to get at. So so far, along the, among the allegations against Bob, <laughs> we have unwilling to take his wife on a trip, but very willing to go on his own, and won't pay for porn. Anything else? Didn't have a GameCube. What? Won't cook. <laughs> Never played Resident Evil. Won't cook. Correct. Yeah, I'll you cook. Know, you know what Bob has told me specifically? Well, maybe not. Won't cook. Can't cook. Well, you know what Bob has told me specifically, Erica? Lay it on me, Alex. You know where a woman's place is? Right there in the kitchen. Bob has told that to me verbatim. See, I know that he hasn't said that because my rage would have, like, psionically murdered him. And it would have been glorious because no one would have been able to convict me. You know what? We're having a lot of fun, so let's just drag the podcast right down into the fucking nether realms of hell. Awesome. And let's talk about women. What my perspective? <laughs> hey, I have a specialty on this podcast, Erica. It's transitions. Uh, yeah, obviously. I didn't say they were good transitions, but they're transitions nonetheless. Indeed. Indeed. So, what exactly? Now, okay. So let me start over. There's been all these sexual assault allegations flying for a couple of weeks now, but my question is: is what is the best way and to handle... And not only just from women, it's been from men, too. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. It wasn't just a women thing. It just happens to be that the... Terry ma- Crews actually posted a story. Did you see that? Yes, I saw that a couple Which weeks ago. Which is like fucking bonkers. Oh, he should have killed any That, that anyone would fuck with Terry Crews. Right, you're going to walk up to Terry <laughs> Crews and you're going to grab his junk in front of his fucking wife? Like, he, really? He could smash your head like a fucking apple. And everyone would laugh because he's so affable. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Terry Crews. He's great. He's so awesome on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, my God. I haven't watched, uh, like, most of this season, but he... Everyone on that show is a joy. It's like a perfect cast. Oh, the casting on that show was amazing. There was no... They didn't... 
no time to gel. I mean, pilot, they gelled. It was great. Exactly. And the writing's great. Oh, yeah. That shows yeah, the casting's perfect. Very good show. So, yes, what obviously. Show? Yeah, he's never going to watch it anyway. <laughs> he's actually seen some Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. Does, I he, watch, does he watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? He doesn't. Yeah, he's just a dummy. You know what he said? It's just not his thing. Once again, he's allowed to be wrong. I, I, I watched a few episodes. They're funny, but I mean, I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it. I genuinely so, don't. I like just. I don't get it. Because I could just sit there and watch 12 hours of Curb. Well, but well you were trying to say something, Alex. So let me keep cutting you off. Obviously, not all sexual assaults are against women, but I think it's fair to say the vast majority are. I don't know what the percentage is. Some people say 90. percent I don't know that I agree with that, but no, you're right. But I I are, do agree. It's the vast majority. I guess there was because there were some big ones that came out in the last couple of weeks that yes. were from men as well. So my question is: is what's the correct way to handle this when something happens to you and you don't talk about it right away? You wait months or years to talk about it because my perspective is: is I tend to believe the accuser because you are exposing yourself and really probably opening yourself up to a lot of harassment and problems no good comes from coming forward with a sexual assault right. claim now my question is and i think i texted something along the lines of this to bob a couple weeks ago i shouldn't is, say no good it's it's you get dragged through the fu- and like lately it's been a little better but normally it's oh no that bitch is a fucking liar and she just wants attention or she wants money or something right so my question is kind of Aren't you opening yourself up if you accuse someone of this without any proof? In a lot of cases, there's just no proof. You have to hope that there are other people who have had a similar experience with the same person. You have to hope there's a lot. You know, like. Well, and I think that's why so many people don't come forward because it's a matter of. It is a he said, she said thing. Right. So it's. And, and that's just an inherent problem with well, our not, not criminal only, justice system. Not only that, but. And people are more inclined to be. Oh well, what were you wearing? What did you what did you do? What what, what did you say? Well, you know, that, it's that's all dumb. I mean, look. Oh, if, I'm not if saying it, it's a dumb. I'm just saying yeah, that's what happens. So I, I, that's well, why people don't report because it's. I'm. I'm. Yes, I'm not trying to look at this from the perspective of morons because that's a deep, dark rabbit hole to go down. Correct. But my question is, is from a legal perspective, I don't know what the correct term would be, whether it be slander or libel or something along those lines, um, defaming someone. I believe libel is written, slander is verbal, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay, so, and this could apply in either case. It could case, apply either way. Right. Because you go on Twitter and say something, you go on TV and say something, it's a lot of Twitter stuff recently. But my question is, is if you're accusing someone of this... And you end up being the only one. Couldn't you open yourself up to a lawsuit? Yeah, that's happened. Yeah, that has happened. I know, it's happening I, I did, right now. I did read a story about that the other day with a couple of comedians Brett or something. Radner? I don't know anything about that. Say again? With Brett Radner? Oh, fuck that guy. But, I mean, that's that's the challenging thing about, um, you know, sexual assault. Uh, Appropriate of nothing, and I don't mean to fly in here with stupid, Appropriate? stupid movie. What did I say? Appropriate of nothing. Whatever. Fuck you. Fuck off. I'm just gonna fuck yourself. I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want to say. Bob's gonna criticize the way someone else speaks. I know. This right? is a great day. <laughs> Brett Ratner directed the third X Men movie, didn't he? Did he? I don't know. Didn't he do the Last Stand? I don't remember. Anyway, he's a terrible movie director. 
And that, that doesn't have anything to do with anything, because if he is also a garbage human being, that is what he should be taken down for. Bad movie director. Fair. Maybe an inappropriate comment, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Not but- good at his job, but he gets to <laughs> fail upward, like yes. Zack Snyder. Oh, God. Yes, he was the director of X-Men The Last Stand. Boom! Uh, but it, this is the huge challenge with sexual assault allegations, because in you know our criminal justice system you have to be able to prove that someone did something well and it's also again i am inclined to believe the victims when they come forward and i think this is probably a bad kind of alley to turn down but if there is someone who then comes out with something and it is a lie and i I will say i believe that the vast majority are not lying but that's what kind of taints the pool then you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and then it's and Ignoring that, it's always, well, yeah, you're opening yourself up to so much scrutiny and so much just shit, you know? Even if you, you it's just, it's garbage. Right. And you even- see women go online and they even voice their opinion and it's, oh, we have to take that bitch down. How dare Anita Sarkeesian not like the things that I like? Well, and and that's the... Or criticize the things that I like. And, and I- criticize the things you enjoy, folks. There's nothing wrong with that. So that's, I kind of feel like it goes both ways. I feel like I'm a very liberal person, but I wouldn't say I'm ultra liberal. And I feel like you see a lot of ultra liberal Where's people. Where's that line for you, Alex? I feel like you see ultra people liberal online who want to witch hunt people. And whether or not they have any proof of anything, they just want to go tear someone down on who the internet. Who is being witch hunted out of curiosity? I don't have a specific person in mind right now. I know the look in your eyes, but I'm just saying, I feel like this is a thing. I feel like this is a thing that happens a lot. I mean, I'm not going to say that the hive mind of the internet doesn't like, we see it when there's a crime. I mean, look at what happened with the Boston uh, uh, Marathon. Like people online were like, oh, we found the guys. And it's like, no, you didn't. Those aren't the guys. These are the guys. Look, we, okay, here's a good easy example. We talked about the NeoGAF thing last time, I think, on episode two. Correct. We talked about it a little bit. And basically, just to do a quick summary, a woman accused the owner of this NeoGAF, this big video game forum, of stepping into the shower with her when they were just staying in a hotel together. And a work event, was, yes. was not was not invited in or anything. It was a work. They were sharing a hotel for work. Right. Uh, I think, well, I think they traveled to E3 together or something like that. I'm not sure. I don't know if it, it was, was... I don't know if it was work-related. But the point is, um, he stepped into the shower. It was not wanted. She told him, I don't want that. He got out. And that was effectively the end of it. They talked about it the next day, and apparently it was okay. And she decided years later to talk about it. That's fine. Came out, effectively destroyed this guy's business with the video game forum because of this. I don't know if it's true or not. I tend to believe her. My point is, is that... Because of all this, this guy's business is completely destroyed. Well, and we've seen this on the other with side, no, With too, no though. proof. We've seen it on the other side, too. Where it's... I mean, the Gawker situation isn't the same thing. But it's going after... And I don't know... I don't know this woman. I don't know anything about this. But... And it's tricky, right? It is really tricky. Because it's like, well, what does this guy deserve? You know? Does he deserve to have his business destroyed? 
I don't know. And and that's the tough thing because in so many of these situations, there's never going to be any proof. Well, and it's not litigated in the courts or anything. It's litigated by public opinion. But it could be litigated in the courts. Oh, it could if, be. If right, the, right, right. In the example I'm giving, couldn't this guy who owns NeoGAF decide I'm going to sue you for not only what you said about me, but for completely destroying my business through it? Well, I think he could, but then I think it also might say something about... You know, maybe the, sorry, we get dog noises down here. The, you know, truthiness or whatever of what she said. I mean, why? I mean, maybe he just doesn't have the money because fucking lawsuits are expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, he could. I mean, I, he would be open to it. So that's what I'm asking. What but I'm then asking. you're opening yourself up to, like, it, there's a whole. Other other people maybe potentially coming Not forward. only that, but there's a whole lot of, like, shit you can discover when you're, like, going through court cases and shit. I think it's going to get down to a point, though, where if you make an accusation, but you do not pursue legal action against the person, you're going to be, you're going to be liable for libel or slander. And look, I'm not. I'm well, not a lawyer. If the well, right, none of us are lawyers. I'm so. not a lawyer. None of us are lawyers. But I don't know exactly <laughs> how it works. But I just have to believe if you say something about someone and they decide to pursue suing you, and you can't come up with any proof in court that this actually happened, I think you would be in a lot of trouble. I mean, I think in a civil suit. Yes, I think it depends on who the jury. Well, I don't know if a civil suit goes before a jury. Again, Civil suits go before juries. Not lawyer, but um, I think it all depends on who your jury is. I guess, and you which know, is the problem with the American legal system. And, and look, I mean, look, if someone accused me of something that I knew was a hundred percent false, I'm not saying this is who fucking knows. But if I it was, I was accused of something that I know is false that defames me and makes me look like a terrible person. Shit, I would want to go sue if I could to try to clear my name because someone's out there tearing me down. Right. Well, and I think it's a product of the society, though, right? Because it's ideally you shouldn't have to worry about this because we should all just like treat each other fucking civilly. Sure. But it's a product of... Nia Jax has a job, so we know this isn't a good world. Like, this shit just, it happens all the time. And there are, you know, nine times out of ten. And again, I don't know the exact stats. This is just me pulling shit out of my ass. But nine times out of ten, it is true. You know, there's some inappropriate touching or what the fuck ever. Somebody walks in on the fucking shower or whatever. I don't know. But I don't even know where I'm fucking going with this. But yeah, it's just, it's... It's like a no-win situation all around. I just think, especially when you start talking about people who are like in Hollywood and have shitloads of money, if they feel like you're not going to be able to come up with any proof, they might come after you in a lawsuit and that could really ruin your life. Yes. Whether it's true or not. Oh, no, for sure. doesn't even matter. I would I would actually like to get a legal perspective well, if on you, this. if you get... Well, I mean, we know some lawyers. We do. Somebody, but because... if you get a powerful enough person funding your lawsuit, look what Hulk Hogan did to fucking Gawker. Thanks, Gawker, for ruining it for everyone. Yeah, I mean, and look, Gawker in a lot of ways had it coming. But oh no, no, no! I'm not saying that you don't that want. Gawker you don't is, want. You don't want. Innocent. I don't want to see. You don't want the press taken down by billionaires. Oh, I mean, we saw that happen a lot this week. I, unfortunately, I mean, I yeah. God forbid you unionize, fucking rickets. Uh, I, I I will say I really do think though it's going to get to a point where the only way you're going to be able to make an accusation. And defend, you know, be able to defend yourself 
is if you press charges. Yeah, and because otherwise it's just you went out there to say something. And even if you press charges and you win, it's still going to be people think what they want to think, and that's one of the things about the internet. Look at Bill Cosby. I mean, I know that was a mistrial, but it was well. That's because there was an idiot on the jury that was like, "Well, he's Bill Cosby. He could never do anything." Yeah, and I look. That's not the situation I'm specifically referring to because how many women were there? Like forty women or something. But my point is, there's still idiots out there that are like, "Oh, he was on the Cosby show." Absolutely, he would never do anything like that. I mean, in in that situation, it's like, why would Joe Paterno protect a child molester? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a very institutions that I know and love. I'm going to have a very hard time believing in, say, the uh, Bill Cosby case that, you know, 40 women or something got together and conspired to take down Bill Cosby. I, I do want to. I mean, we are bitchy like that, though, Alex. Hy- hysteric, some would say. Hysterical, yes. I've got, I've got a little side note. Um, because Sidebar. Because someone said the word institution. And I've been, Sidebar. And I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Whoever kind of came up with the concept of an institution is a fucking genius, an evil genius, but a fucking genius. Because think about this. Nope. Let's uh, just nope. give give me a moment. Do I have to? Yes. Just give me a moment. So now let's say, you know, you're on the phone with customer service at Comcast. You know, and I know you know, that it is a painful experience. They have no power. They're they're just being pushed as hard as they can to sell you on something. Even if you're just calling in to pay your bill, you, you they're gonna try and sell you. And the and the defense is always, man, I just work here. And you feel bad. And, and it automatically makes you feel bad for them because you know it's true. You know they're working a shitty job. They work for the institution. So you you've got this big defense of I'm not a shitty person. I just work for the institution and it's it's how so many things get defended okay all right wow uh all right let me see if i could pick this up real quick (laughs) okay so this week we've been talking about phones a little bit i think week one we talked about the galaxy s8 bob got that yep what a dummy anyway i still have my phone so, what happened to your Pixel 2, Alex? So this Wednesday, I received the Pixel 2 in the mail. And actually, I will say there were a lot of things I liked about it. There was so just this, one. This is my turn to like play games on my phone while you guys talk about sure. phones? Okay. There, there was just one small issue. The touchscreen would only register my inputs, say, three out of four times. So minor issue. Minor. <laughs> so turned right back, turn that and send it right back. Um, but I will say, look, it was very fast. The speakers, the dual front-facing speakers, Bob, were, to quote Sami Zayn, amazing. We have not talked about his sarcastic, evil uh, ska dancing, and we need to talk about it as soon as you are done talking about your dumb phones. You're going to get a new phone when you inevitably break yours. I am shocked I have not dropped this thing. Bob Bob tells me there's a pattern. Once you pay your phone off, I told him, I'm you must immediately break it. The instant it is paid off, it is flying. It, it's paid, been paid off for a couple months now. It is going to fly out of my hands. And it has tried. Oh, it has tried. When it so, does finally go, it's going to be magnificent. I hope so. So what I wanted to talk about for a moment was I can't believe how phones are not getting any better in so many ways. I mean, I've had this phone for two years, and if you play around with that for a minute, you'll see 
it's not that much slower than your phone that just came out like sometime earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I was playing with the Pixel 2. Is it faster? Yeah, it's absolutely faster. But is it uh, $650 faster? No, it sure fucking ain't. Well, you know, the only th- what one of the things they've, you know, focused ever since Apple released the the first iPhone with the Retina display um, you know, certainly they've been trying to make displays bigger, give them greater pixel density. That, you know, takes up a good amount of power, even if you put a more powerful chip in it. Um, but, I mean, the truth is, what more can they have the phone fucking do? Well, and I think I was thinking about it after having used the Pixel 2, which was essentially, in many ways, just a slightly better version of the phone I have now, the Nexus 5X. Phones are certainly better than they were a few years ago, but we are kind of in that spot where if you have a phone that's, say, three to four years old, your phone's probably good enough, especially if it's a Google phone and they continually update it with the newest software. You know, like if you go get like a Galaxy S5 three or four years ago, the Samsung isn't going to update that. They don't give a fuck. No. So that phone is going to kind of start to feel really long in the tooth. But this phone is still getting brand new software updates. And I think for me, what I need to look for if I would get a phone is something that is different in a substantial way. So maybe like like I was talking to you about the Essential phone. You know, the Essential phone is smaller than this phone, but because it has no bezels, it has like a 5.7 inch screen or something. That's something that at least kind of creates a new usage experience. Rather than just, here's the exact same phone, it's slightly newer. There just hasn't been any real developments in the mobile market for a long time. Uh, the The last significant thing to be added, and I think for a lot of people, it's really a footnote, is the being able to pay for things with your phone. Depending and, on how lazy you are. I, I mean, it's a nice thing. Um, like, for, you know, if you're at a, a terminal where I, I have this at work, you know, our vending machine uses cards. But sometimes the card just won't sweat. The, the, the terminal just is broken. But you can still use the phone. Um, and especially with, you know, the Samsung, if you have a credit card that actually qualifies for Samsung Pay, um, which is <laughs> remarkably few. Um, you know, you can use that thing anywhere. It, the technology for it is actually really cool. Um, but there just hasn't been much that, and you know, phones have, there was a point where phones were, um, (laughs) phones were exciting and, you know, each new Apple conference, each new Google conference you know you were you were listening intently you're like oh what's it gonna do next and then a couple years ago it was just kind of like okay what new bullshit are they gonna throw at us and like an emojis or take away yes your your loved headphone jack you know you know what bothers me so much about it alex is you know if everyone was just like yeah they're taking it away because they want to fuck you over by making you buy proprietary headphones that are going to have a built-in battery that you're going to have to replace every two years. I would respect that. 
But you get all these fucking tech bloggers that are like, oh no, Bluetooth's like a fucking million times better. And, and it's like, their use case is Bluetooth is better. But Look, they're, they're taking the headphone jack away because it makes head make, makes phones easier to build. That's all it is. Erica, when you eventually destroy that phone, will you be getting the iPhone X? I, actually, I honestly have absolutely no idea. I don't know. Did you yeah. see it? Do you know what I'm talking about? The it's full the ten. screen. It's phone. actually the ten. Shut up, Bob. I really haven't paid that much attention, just because. And the one thing is, I mean, I'm used to this system, and I'm old and don't feel like fucking. Well, the, the X has new. the same OS. No, I know that. I'm saying if I were to go to an Android or something. Whoa, whoa! You're the last bastion of Apple here. You can't leave. Bob quit. Which is shocking. He's out. Genuinely shocking. I was surprised when he yeah. when he left. Well, I don't want right, to feel tied I'm, down to a system. I'm going to go back to playing word cookies. If you need me, just 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 call. Okay. <laughs> but no, I I don't. For me, it was. I want to know that I am not dependent on Apple or Google or anyone for. A phone. I don't want to feel like, oh, I must buy an Apple because if I don't buy an Apple, I'm not going to be able to do anything. No. And I think that's important for, you know, those big tech companies to understand is that people can still switch between them and they will if you don't give a product that they want. So you really showed those big tech companies when you went and bought a phone from Samsung. Well, I switched. I switched companies. Who who are you gonna get a phone from though? LG, HTC, Essential, Huawei. I mean, those aren't like Xiaomi. I've never heard of Xiaomi before. It's a Chinese company. Is it OnePlus? Really? I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, but the point is that I switched. I you know I don't like this idea that you know Apple just assumes oh once you're in the ecosystem you're never gonna leave. And the, no, that's not true. And I think, I think, you know, Apple is certainly the biggest offender of that. And they have a hubris the size of the moon. Um, but. They have a hubris the size of the moon. That sentence didn't make any sense. It made sense to me. Damn Look, it. We know that talking is not Bob's strong suit. Would you please just let this go? Sure. Thank you. This is why I do a podcast. This is why I do multiple podcasts. Because I'm so good at talking. I talk good. No, Alex is now waving at me, like, frantically. Alex doesn't like like dead time. He doesn't like dead time, but then Bob the dog flew in with a real (laughs) solid moan there. So you guys are all right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know. But, you know... I mean, the whole thing, everything you've described to me about what you're looking for in a phone is you were really just settling with the Pixel 2. It wasn't what you wanted. Well, I would have preferably uh, had a bigger screen. I mean, look, that's the thing is you that was the one nice thing about a bezel-less phone is you can get a big screen in a small package because if you go buy like the... You know, I think like the HTC U11 just got announced. This thing's like six inches. It's fucking gigantic. I mean, it might as well be a tablet. Mm-hmm. Look at that Razer phone. You saw the Razer phone, right? Yeah. Six inches with dual front-facing speakers. That's like a brick. 
<laughs> it's the size of a it's bigger than a brick. It's huge. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I do like that there is uh some level of variety out there. Um but I, I don't know. It's a phone at the end of the day. And you know, I when I when I think about playing games on my phone, no, I don't want I don't want to play games on my phone. You know what I want to play on my phone? I want to play threes. I want to play something stupid that I can do with one hand. Why do you bother still playing threes? Because I will beat that score one day, Erica. Oh, sweetheart, you sweet. I'm going child. to beat it, Alex. I'm going to beat it. Have you ever played Super Hexagon? No. Oh, you should play that, Bob. Super Hexagon. How about the Impossible Game? I have played the Impossible Game. That one's pretty fun. It's impossible. It's not impossible, but no. it's it's difficult. It just take, took me like 600 tries before I beat one level. <laughs> yes! Yes! I beat the first level. I jumped over four things in a row. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't I don't have any care to, to really game on my phone. I want something dumb that's going to occupy my time while I'm sitting on a toilet or I'm on the train. I'm not going to play anything more than that. Um, you bring your phone into the bathroom. You don't Do you even not lie. bring your phone into the bathroom. <laughs> no, dude, that's like my at one o'clock every day. I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm gonna be gone for at least twenty five minutes. <laughs> wow, I'm never touching your phones again. Good. Are you kidding? Everyone in my fucking office does that. You walk by the urinals and you can just see the glow. Oh, in the stall. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. that's the porn they actually pay for while they're jerking off. And then you go into the next one and you're like, what can I steal today? No one pays for porn, Alex. I mean, they've got pay sites, so somebody's got to be paying for Somebody it. is. Not Donnie, though. We're, kick- we're kicking those women off Patreon, though. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he definitely doesn't pay for porn. There's no way he does. He doesn't pay. He didn't pay for shit. No, cheap bastard. Um, uh, yeah, Patreon. Um, so uh, a different topic because uh, you, um, you know, you've dropped the ball with transitioning, Mister Transition. Uh, I I wanted to talk about The Last of Us, too. Oh God, what you're gonna you're gonna talk about. You're going to talk about this trailer that wasn't really that violent for a video game, but people I, are flipping out. Why was it violent? I didn't watch it. I think that's where Bob's going. Yeah. I he, I mean, I watch it. Uh, Sam uh, texts me and he's like, oh my God, it's made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. That guy that doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah. yeah fuck that guy. That guy. Um, yeah. He, he texts me. He's like, ah. Oh. It's made me like sick to my stomach. Oh like, my god! And I'm like pantsy, and I'm watching it. And I'm like, meh. But, but you know, it's one of the, it's a. Did you watch it? I did watch it. What? It's just a cinematic it, from the middle of the game. It's violent, and it's that nice combination of violence with violence against women. So people tend to flip out. Well, who are the people doing the violence against women, though? Uh, other women. Well, one woman and two men. Well, are they the bad guys? I don't know what the situation is. It's just it presents you with no context. It's just a random situation from the game with a bunch of characters you've yeah, never met. This is one thing that has always driven me a little crazy, is that 
when you have the deplorable, horrific villain in your game, like, say, slaps, like, a chick across the face and people get a little mad about that, well, he's the villain. I understand that, yeah, I'm not crazy, like, I'm not all about violence against women either, but if your villain is doing that, and sometimes it's cheap, but it's not like you have your hero hauling off and hucking someone across the jaw. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. (laughs) It's, it, in context, it makes sense. Okay, I'm going to go back to watching this trailer. So, it only, with that logic, though, why did you have a problem with Ramsey and Sansa? Because that was excessive. Well, I think and that's it's a... in context, like, that's like, okay. It's redundant. You fucking got right. it. Really? Really? Go fuck yourself, Bob. Do you want to relitigate this here? I'll yeah, drag that up again if you want to. I think what you're getting at is in that specific situation, it was redundant. We already knew that guy was a monster. We didn't need it to be shown for the 95th time. It mm-hmm. had been more than like, I got it. All right. It was like, I don't need to see Theon on the fucking cross for the 15th episode. I got Castrated. It. <laughs> Poor guy. That scene where his dad and his sister open the box, though, and they're like, oh, <laughs> How about how about when like the two women are screwing him and Ramsey's like, well, I really hope you enjoyed that because that's the last time, buddy. Uh, so back to the Last of Us trailer though, uh, you know, because I don't really give a shit about the violence in it. Um, I didn't think it was that over the top. I thought it had potential to go way over the top, but they stopped it before it did. Is it the chick from the first game? No, it's no. not. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure either. I had to look it up. It's but. just it's just random muscle-bound woman number one. <laughs> Pretty much. But, you know, I was watching it, and it's like, this isn't a trailer. This is just four minutes of gameplay of a no, cinematic. It's just, it's just a cinematic. Yeah. It's just a, look, our graphics are sweet. Yeah, that's all it was. I mean, the rain effects look pretty. It's it it's a violent trailer, but I don't know why people were flipping because in this realm of video games, it was really just another video game scene to me. I mean, I'm no, I'm desensitized to it for sure, but I didn't view it as like a big deal. No, I mean it's not like this that that played on uh, PBS during Sesame Street. You know, it, I mean, look if they would have like. If in the middle of that scene they would have pulled her pants down and started raping her with a stick or something, that would have been a different story. But in this specific scene, it's like in the in the in the scope of what video games do, I thought it was pretty normal. I, just more in general, you know, kind of besides just talking about what the trailer is. Uh, as far as the the game, which probably won't come out for five years, um, what. I just don't know that I care at all. I thought The Last of Us ended perfectly. I agree. You know, and I... Th- if they were going to do a sequel, we shouldn't have got a sequel with the same characters. I completely agree. What do you think, Alex? Maybe they'll kill off Ellie five minutes in and it was all a red herring and this is actually the main character. <laughs> well, I, I almost feel like... This really isn't a trailer, though. No, it's not. It's just a random cinematic to try to get you excited for the game. Yeah. I feel like if they were going to, like you said, don't use the same characters, I would like it much further in the future, you know, and see, you know. Just to see how the world's developing. Yeah. You know, did we get a, um, 
a postman situation where after a long enough period of time, we've redeveloped society. Yes, I did reference the Kevin Costner movie. If you're going to reference a post-apocalyptic Kevin Costner movie, it should be Waterworld. (laughs) How does that end? They end up on Mount Everest and they name him Ulysses and he goes back out onto the water. Okay, so... Because he's a mariner. So the world is over. Jeez. My boy, you know, I, I guess I want to see definitively, you know, and and obviously they wouldn't do this until they're done with they're done with the city or series. Um, but I would want to see definitively where are you going with where does this storyline go? Is it a no humanity's fucked? It's going to die off, or humanity has a chance to rebuild. And, you know, kind of the way they played it off of the first game was more along the lines of, no, humanity is going to eventually die off. I, I didn't find that to be particularly egregious. She's talking about the trailer. She just finished. I oh, just watched yeah. it. Yeah. No, I didn't either. I mean, I didn't need to see somebody get their arm hit with a hammer like that, but I didn't find well, that to and be I particularly... Only watched it, I only watched it once, so I don't remember, but even after they, like beat the shit out of her arms with that hammer doesn't she later on oh she hits like a couple she, of like, them in the face gets with up hammers. and she's yeah. okay or something and no, it's her like, arm is fucked up but she you know hits him back you know someone made a good point that woman's pretty jacked up in that trailer she's pretty big in a post-apocalyptic world how much food would you have to you know like set aside for yourself to maintain that amount of muscle mass. She's got that uh, that Hurley stash. You know what she's got? Rock blood. Rock blood. <laughs> Another distant descendant of the rock in The Last of Us 2. Here, here, here's a series of games that I would be all about. Like post-apocalyptic. And it is. It's descendants of the rock and how they fucking survive until yes. like the far yes. future. Everyone is a descendant of the rock. Each protagonist you follow is a descendant of the rock. I've got another segue here. Um, speaking of The Rock, um, is Tyrese Gibson the biggest idiot on the planet Earth? Yes. <laughs> is it? Is it all just like? Is that all just fake PR for the movies? Is yeah, that? I've, is that? Or is I've, that a real feud? I've thought about that, and you would have to be pretty fucking stupid to be like agree to take part in that feud with The Rock. To say no, just to and you know you may have your issues with somebody else coming into the franchise. And fucking saving it and revitalizing it, but you need to keep those opinions to yourself. Because if you go, oh well, it's either me or it's the guy who like you makes know, all the money, makes all of the money and brings in all the asses into the seats. See you later, jabroni. Right, sorry, sweetheart. And you know what? I don't want any of the other guys in the movie anymore. I, I want that Jason Statham rock movie. Just give me, just give me the spinoffs. I just feel like when I see these movie or TV or music feuds, they always feel so fake. Like when yeah. Katy Perry, wasn't it Katy Perry was feuding with um Taylor Swift? Sure. They I... all feel so fake and made up to me. It just doesn't, it just seems like something to generate interest in the people. See, I only poke my head in with pop music every now and again. And I did with Taylor Swift's new album, uh, that what, Look What You Made Me Do song. I found it lacking. Was that the one where she was in the Ghost in the Shell suit? I didn't watch the video. Oh, I just thought I Maybe. saw no, some... Alex because most people stopped watching videos in about nineteen ninety nine. I miss music videos. I wish they to still be, made them. To be fair, Bob, we've already made it clear you haven't pursued any sort of media when you when you were younger. 
It's not true. But no, I like every now and again, I'll be like, oh, what's going on with like Katy Perry? And it's like, oh, that new album's terrible. Huh? Okay. That's cool. You got Nicki Minaj on that one song. That's, that's, that's neat. Boy, you know who makes a lot of money? Nicki Minaj's plastic surgeon. Hey, good for her, man. That guy is doing well. <laughs> good for her. Or Whatever. Whatever. <sighs> so you, know, why I isn't... Feel, you know, I feel you have to clarify now when you say guy. Like, when I say guy, I mean everyone. But I think people get upset when you say guy. I had a boss who would get really apologetic after he would say guys. Like, if I was standing there, he'd be like, oh, what's up, guys? Oh, I'm, I'd be like, you're fine. It's okay. Well, you know, don't worry about it. It's I, not a big deal. I very specifically remember being taught in like ninth grade English class that, you know, using the masculine is that's just what you're supposed to do. Um, and it always seemed weird, but it's just what they taught you. So, I mean, it's it's shitty that the masculine is just the the default, the neutral, you know. Mm-hmm. But but Erica, I, it doesn't offend me. All the masculine stuff is really the best stuff. Yeah, the world's been going real well with all that. Yeah, I think it has. How far yeah. has it gotten us? Real good. Yeah. Hey, humanity's doing great. Men, men forever. You know what I am from now on, Erica. What? what? A men's rights activist. You need to get out of my house. <laughs> It's better than a turf. Get out of my house. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was you... the other day. I actually thought I saw a bumper sticker, and it was for the NRA. So I still almost rammed the car. But <laughs> you I thought was it like, was MRA, motherfucker. Really? <laughs> he didn't have a fedora on, though. So. And actually, Erica, if anyone has to leave, it would have to be you because you're a guest. Mom, I'll go Mom. upstairs. I'll go play some Stardew Valley. Fuck you guys. <laughs> There's the switch right down here. I'll just grab that and start fucking with it. Hey, have you guys um, played Uncharted 4 anytime in the last like couple months? No. You got it, didn't you? We do have it. I'm looking at it right now. I actually haven't played. I did I play? No. Because you I, did you get the collection? I did. I may have like fucked around with the first one a little bit, but it never really grabbed me. Well, I only brought it up because I saw it on your shelf. And if you're not going to play it anytime in the next like couple weeks, could I borrow it? Oh yeah, go to town. <laughs> that's that's what I was bringing yeah, it up sure. for. Oh, there's now so we many. have it. We have it on recording, so we'll we'll write it in the ledger. And uh, yeah, because you'll really be missing that shit. Yeah, we could put it right next to me taking your copy of Dark Souls Three and Bloodborne. You're gonna really miss them, Bob. <laughs> write it down in the ledger. Hey, have you guys started playing Super Mario Odyssey yet? Not yet. You fucking fake gamers. God, you get the Switch. You don't even play the good games. What's up? To, to be fair, to be fair. Why don't you go play some goddamn Stardew Valley, huh? Yeah, I, I bought the Switch. I will. I, will I bought go play the some Switch. fucking Stardew Valley. Thank the, you very much. I bought the Switch so I could play Solitaire. I mean, to be fair, I didn't buy the Switch. Someone else bought oh, the Switch. Well, no, to be fair, you kind of got the Switch for free after some trade-ins. <laughs> Now, I want, no, I want we the listeners a, we to know. We were at a wedding this weekend, which is why we didn't pick up Odyssey. That's very true. We'll probably grab it this weekend. But also, I want to, I want all our listeners to know that the my... Two people. That my train of logic... It's not. It's not. For buying the Switch is the same exact logic that Alex used to justify trading in, you know, selling his phone to get money towards buying a new phone i didn't do that no but you didn't do it but you were going to until i didn't didn't but here's we also also still had to pay money though to buy the switch yeah it was like 100 bucks 
But here's but the there difference. was an exchange of money. I never said it was free. I said I I said oh we. Oh my god! Yes. You <laughs> no, I said we paid essentially sixty dollars. Alex, has he ever like no? But he doesn't say that. Here's the difference, Erica. Lay it on me. Bob talked about how I almost spent money on a phone. I went up to that ledge. I didn't fucking jump off. You bought it and then you sent it back. Bob jumps off the fucking ledge every fucking time. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Bob's Every time Bob sends me a picture of something, I know he's going to have that within a month. It's like you're not jo- wrong. jokingly the other day he sent me a picture of a 4K TV. He's like, ha ha ha, look at this. The price dropped. I was like, yeah, keep laughing, jabroni, because that's going to be in your house in about a month. Not true. Oh, my God. Thank God Bob has never said he wasn't going to buy something, and then he went and bought it, huh? Well, you know what Bob does? He does the Leonidas look back because he needs the nod. The, now, Le- the Leonidas look back. What you know when he's at, he's at the pit and the messenger's being a dickhead and he looks back at uh, Lena Headley. Oh, yeah. She, she gives, gives him, him the nod. nod. He just kicks him in there. Yes. That movie was fucking great, Erica. <laughs> I'm not the Alex. God, Alex. that movie was great. I know it's racist. It's sexist. It's misogynist. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I love that movie. That guy... Dude, that guy in that movie's living the dream. He's the fucking king. He's fucking Lena Headey all over the place. He goes out and he fights a war that he's gonna win if he wasn't turned on by his own ogre or whatever that fucking, that hunchback loser. You know, he's gonna beat a whole army with 300 ultra dudes. You've got really uh, early period Michael Fassbender. Shirtless. Before he started doing all the bad movies. And basically a diaper, which is a good time. That movie's delightful. Oh, man, that movie's awesome. If those 300 guys would have lived after that, they could have just imagined where the human race would be right now. Probably a little better. That Those were a some... Little those, those, a little smarter? Look, if those guys were the only ones allowed to procreate in their offspring, could you imagine where we would be at? I mean, really inbred, because it's not a lot of people. Ah, <laughs> uh, Whatever. <laughs> You know, in the South, in the South, it's not fucking them up at all. Right, Erica? Nope. Going well down there. No, but I know. I know it's not a good movie, but I love No, it's a great movie. movie. You're right. It's like, not a I, good movie. I love it so much. Like, anytime it was on, I'd be like, all right, it's Sunday afternoon and I'm spending three hours watching the TV cut of fucking 300. The TV cut? I don't think we have it on uh, Blu-ray or whatever. TNT will show it randomly. It's hysterical. You know what? That's like borderline porn. So I think Bob's going to be okay with stealing that. There you go. What was it? One afternoon, it was that and it was Troy. And Troy is not a good movie. No, that movie sucks. I will also watch the shit out of Troy. I don't you know, know what? why, but I'll watch the shit out of it. You know, this you mentioning Troy actually brings up something. So obviously all of Troy was fought over um who's the woman that they Helen. Yeah, Helen of Troy. They're fight it's two kingdoms fighting over or something, right? I don't remember the exact tale cuz that movie sucked. But well, it wasn't a, it was I, the I Iliad under, as I well. Under, I understand. The Iliad sucked. <laughs> that sucked too. <laughs> At least they had the gods in the Iliad. It was interesting. The question, wait, wait, wait. Were the gods not in the movie? No. So I was really disappointed. What? Yeah, I know. So, Bob, I'll direct this at you. Because you get, like, Kratos, like, running across the battlefield would have been awesome. God. 
Kratos? Wait, oh man, there's going to be a new God of War soon. I know. That actually looks like it's going to be good. I'm excited for that one. That looks like a, it'll be a fun game. You know what? And it's I, gonna I be... like that they're going Norse with it. I think that'll be fun. It's going to actually be really fun for Bob to watch you play it and then never play it himself. I mean, that's what'll end up happening. No, mm. you know what'll happen, Alex? He'll go out, he'll buy it, he'll play an hour. Oh, that's right. And then I'll be like, oh no, I'm doing this now, and I'll play it and finish it, and then... And yeah. it's even better, because if you... This actually works out great for you, because if he buys it and you play it, then it's his fault. But if you buy it and you play it, you're going to walk in the door with your game in hand and you're going to get the fucking look like, oh, Erica, you spent money. Do you know what he did to me once? And I almost oh fucking stabbed him in the throat. It doesn't have to do with me spending money. I got Fallout, right? Got it delivered. This motherfucker like got home early so he could grab it out of the fucking like mail. And then he like drove around the block waiting for me to get home. I walk in the door, I look, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's not here yet. That sucks. I really wanted to play it tonight. He comes in with this, like, shit-eating grin, like, oh, the game didn't come, huh? Did it? Oh, the game didn't come. Waits, like, a half hour, and then, like, throws the thing on the table. I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with you? To be fair, you got home too early. I was going to have it installed and waiting for you. That is horseshit. That's completely true. Was this before or after you guys were married? We were here, so we were married. Oh, okay. I was just just wondering, because yeah. I would think that might be enough to call off the wedding. You're writing that in the ledger, too? Oh, man. We got three things now. <laughs> but you were talking about... You went from Hell yeah, of that's Troy whatever. To... I actually actually don't want to bring that up, because it's a stupid joke. Okay. Yeah, let's just move on. I am jacked for the new God of War, though. I do think that... Looks that, like, that looks like it's going to be okay. I always had fun with those games. I mean, they're they're a little bit like brainless and whatever, but they were fun. Sony has a lot of problems, you know, from an online gamer's perspective. I don't like their interface, and I don't think their uh, dashboard is much is very good. I much prefer the Xboxes, but their exclusives are really excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Do you think um, Superman is coming back in Justice League? Oh, gee. What are the chances? That comes out in, like, a couple weeks, right? Gotta be close, yeah. I think like right at Thanksgiving, maybe like a week or so Do, before. Don't you feel like that's gonna be end up being like a really disjointed movie since they changed producers? Yes, directors. They directors, directors, yeah. Well, Alex, it was gonna be disjointed anyway because Zack Snyder directed it. I'm gonna try to be nice to Zack Snyder for this podcast because that guy's having a lot of bad problems. No, and that's it's terrible what happened. It really, really, it's shitty, exceptionally shitty, but. The guy doesn't is not a good director. Well, I feel like what's happening in a lot of these superhero or action hero type of movies is they're forgetting the one-liners. You know, if you go back and you watch like Batman Begins, they're dropping great lines on you left and right. If you watch Man of Steel, it's just dudes hitting stuff. Well, it's boring. And there's no lines. Like, no one has any great lines. No one has any personality. Superman is allowed to have a personality. Well, and I think that's what the problem is, Alex. Because you watch that movie, and one, it's boring. And two, the characterization is just completely wrong for Superman. But if it was fun, 
I don't think people would have minded as much. The, the only one who had any charisma in that movie was that female Kryptonian whose name I can't remember. I know who you're talking about, though. Remember, she beats the shit out of Superman for a little while, awesome. and then he and then he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm Superman," and he right. gets back to it. And it's depressing. Yeah, I don't know but no, know. everybody in that movie is so dour and like sad, and it's like this is this. this well, Superman, that's all. That's all the DC movies. Well, and here's the problem: you gave it to Zack Snyder, who doesn't give a shit about Superman. Zack Snyder is a big Batman fan. And he is all about that The Dark Knight Returns, that Frank Miller uh, comic from the 80s. Great comic, but we can take inspiration from other places, folks. We can do other things. Yeah, and I have the same thought about action movies. Like, if you go back and you watch Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, that movie is still fucking great today. It holds up. It's great. Everything about it. And they're just dropping one lines on one liners on you. It's a fun left and right ridiculous the whole movie. movie. And it doesn't take itself too seriously. No, it's and it's perfect. And for some reason Arnold, who couldn't speak any English, I think, when this movie got filmed, was speaking perfect English in this movie, but as his career goes on, his English gets much worse. I can't figure it out. Yeah, it is what it is. By the end of his career, he's speaking English about as well as Bob does. <laughs> Wow, that's hurtful. <laughs> no, but movies like action movies need to remember that they need to be fun as well. You don't have to be so serious all the time. Hey, hey, you said you said you were gonna kill me last. Hey, you promised. I lied. <laughs> Drop. <laughs> I know what you want to say, and you just keep that opinion to yourself. Bob, do you not like Commando? Bob, speak into the microphone. I, I've actually never seen Commando. Oh my fucking god! Do you see what I'm dealing with over here? Pull that up right now. We're ending the podcast. We're watching Commando. I think we might even have it. I don't under. I just. This is what I don't understand. How does he not watch anything? This is How has he not get. watched Akira? How has he not watched Ghost in the Shell? This How has he not watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? This guy's a fucking loser. This is get what I don't rid understand. Of him. Because all those '80s movies, and maybe it was just in the Midwest, they were always on fucking WGN or whatever. That's how I saw all that shit. Just on a random Saturday afternoon, it was just on or be on like after 10, like on uh, fucking Channel 9 or on Fox or something. And it's the TV edit, but then you go and you rent it and you see the good version. I think most guys find stuff when you're like scrolling, you know, you're you're flipping through like Showtime and Cinemax looking for a pair of boobs when you're like 12. Oh, and, and it's suddenly, like, oh. And suddenly Commando's on Ooh. and Arnold's like shooting some people and, and like, you're oh, like, this is fucking great. This'll do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I, I just uh... do you have like a list? I used to, but then it would make me so mad that I just kind of was like, I can't, I can't, <laughs> you can't maintain the list. I just can't because I don't, I don't, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me because we used to go to the video store all the fucking time. We'd go like every week, especially over the summer. They had like on Tuesdays, it was like ninety nine cent like video, whatever. So we'd go and we'd rent these giant stacks of movies and like. Yeah, or they'd be on TV, or I, I don't, I just, I, it boggles my mind. We couldn't afford Blockbuster. We didn't Thanks go to Blockbuster. We didn't, it wasn't Blockbuster, it was called Ultra Video, and we went on Tuesdays because it was 99 cents a tape. <laughs> All right, so, oh, <laughs> shut up. No one can afford six bucks for a fucking, like, 
VC yeah. uh, the VHS rental. What a, what a shocker when Blockbuster went out of business when they started charging like ten dollars for a three day game ridiculous. rental. Ridiculous! Like three days? Fuck you! And Redbox came along and just demolished their whole business like, like, like that. Fuck off! It was easy. It was easy. Alex, you should have seen the knockoff Redbox we saw back in Pennsylvania. It was fantastic. I, I don't know that you get to talk anymore. You did. You haven't seen Commando. I'm going to insert some like Snoopy music do you, do right you, there. Do you have Commando? Maybe it's Predator that we have. but I think We definitely have Predator. Too. Have you seen that, Bob? I have seen Predator. Oh, okay. Jesus fucking Christ. Are you going to start quizzing me to make sure that I've seen don't, it? Don't. Don't, because you're just going to get mad. <laughs> you're just going to get mad. Come on. Do Come it. Come and get me. I'm right here. No, the, what was the, the other one? The flex handshake. The flex handshake is with the, Carl Weathers is the is single the greatest image put to celluloid ever. <laughs> no, you haven't seen like The Exorcist. What else haven't you seen? Well, I had no interest in seeing The Exorcist. Yeah, but it's like a classic fucking movie. You should fucking see it. Have you seen Poltergeist? No. God. Well, that's the thing. People can say whatever they want, but all those there were really a lot of great action movies with Arnold, with S- Stallone. Uh, fucking who's the Jean Claude Van Damme? Oh my God. You know the Time Steven Cop, Seagal. Steven Seagal. They all had great movies. Time Cop is a Time Cop. What about Space awesome. Cop? Space Cop is delightful as well. We love you, Rich Evans. Um, <laughs> and or what's the one where he's down in the fucking South with Wilford Brimley? Oh my God! What is the name of that one? I was just listening to a podcast about it the other day. How about Bloodsport? sport that's the street fighter movie right fucking there what the fuck is the one with oh that's gonna drive me crazy Man, lance when, hendrickson's in that biz too when you go back and you watch that live action street fighter movie Ooh, that is it's crazy all the people who are in it though oh it's stacked it's like a stacked cast ming nas in that kylie minogue is in it fucking raul julia in his last fucking role how depressing is that but that's a bad movie. That's oh, it's a, terrible. It's a straight up bad movie. Street Fighter, the animated movie is awesome. Oh, that's solid stuff. Vega and Vega and Chun-Li in the big fight scene in like her shower or something. Well, you got to get those titties in there. Alex. Oh, sure. It's I mean, it's important. an anime. I mean, very on. important. Have you ever watched any anime? Fan service is like the go to. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever <laughs> actually watched an anime that wasn't aimed at. And even like Sailor Moon gets naked. So, I mean. Does yeah. she? Well, I mean. When the she... transformation sequence. But. It's always got like yeah. They're showing you those outlines, though, Alex. Oh, we can't see. We can't see the shape of her body, Erica. You, these damn feminists, Bob. See what I have to deal with? No, you shut up. You haven't seen Commando. All right. Yeah, you're pretty much dead in the water over there, buddy. Wow. Well, what? There's, I, I feel there's under a attack. Under like siege, even every dark territory. Okay. Every like Look, every er- few months we'll like be talking about a movie and then he'll just be like, Yeah, you know, I never saw it and it's just like But look, Erica's not gonna be able to appreciate this at all, but on Raw when Shane McMahon came out and went under siege, all I thought was in that Steven Seagal movie where he's walking through the back and all of a sudden Erica Elniak pops out of a wedding cake completely nude. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's the only good scene in that whole movie. Oh no, 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 no. Wait a minute, I walked in on you watching Under uh, Dark Territory the other day. I have seen both of those movies multiple times. Um, 
See, I find Seagal to kind of be the lesser of all of the. the oh, he definitely is. He is. He's stars. like the he's like the C movie version yeah. of all of them. I, I do for reasons I don't understand. Enjoy Under Siege though. Uh, yeah, I walked in. I'm like, what the fuck are you? Watching? Because Tommy Lee Jones in Under Siege is fantastic. He's living it up. You know what I want to watch that I haven't seen in a long time? The Hunt for Red October. Oh. With that bad Sean Connery accent. Who cares? <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. Hey, Sam Neill just wants to see Montana, man. That's all he wants. Ooh, I haven't seen Event Horizon in a while either. That's oh a my good God. fucking that movie. That was fucking terrible. Oh, come on. That That's one I remember very fondly, <laughs> but I feel like if I watch it again right now, it's, it's not going to be good. There's an, that's what's weird. It's like filmmaking isn't like that anymore. No. You have like really awesome movies and then you have like terrible movies and the in-between is gone. It's just like the middle class in America, Erica. They've eliminated it. It's, well, all, it's all connected, Alex. Well, you know, I think I think it, to bring this back to wrestling, I think it's because people are really they're kind of in on it now. You know, where like you there's there's a big base of people who appreciate, you know, Movies that would normally, you know, traditionally be considered middle of the road, but because they're ridiculous and, you know, whatever. They, Hard Target, that's the one, where he's down mm. in New Orleans. And Wilford Brimley's like his uncle living in the bayou. It's amazing. Dude, there's Sorry. so many great Sorry, Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Time but, Cop is up there, though. What was the rule in Time Cop? He couldn't touch himself or something, or they both be killed. You can't touch your your future self, or you'll like you can't occupy the same space. You, you get like eliminated from the time. You get eliminated from time or something. Yeah, you time cop yourself. Can't do that shit. <laughs> Very dangerous. And what was it? He was trying to go back to save his daughter or something. I think it was his girlfriend or his wife or something. It's always got to be like a child. Because is that really... the one where he jumps up on the and you get the naked splits? Is that that movie? I don't know if it's that one. Because that's outstanding. Man, you know, freaking Jean-Claude Van Damme, he had some glutes. That ass, man. <laughs> Did you guys see that uh, Denzel Washington movie from like 10 years ago where he does the time travel thing in New Orleans? No. Okay. I, I think can't we saw Man on Fire together in the theater, didn't we? With Dakota Fanning? To get me and you? Maybe? Did you ever see that movie? I saw Man on Fire. I don't know who I saw it with originally. That movie's awesome. It's a great movie. When he ties the guy to the roof of the car and he puts the explosive in his ass and he walks away when it explodes. Oh, it's so good. Any any movie about a person being absolutely unwilling to live with an injustice and doing whatever they must to overcome is just always the best. Solid shit. I do maintain, though, that uh, in recent time that uh, Mad Max Fury Road is easily that, one of the best action that, that movies was, in a while. That was a very good movie. The first, I wasn't really a huge fan of the second John Wick. The first John Wick was really good. Keanu Reeves can deliver a line. I mean, I don't know if I've done it before on this podcast, but, you know, this is my po- this is exactly my point. This is what I want in an action movie. I want the big one-liner where he's sitting there, they got him tied to the fucking chair, and he goes, people keep asking me if I'm back. Yeah, I'd say I'm back in. You know, that that's the kind of stuff I want. Right, it's ridiculous, but it's great. Well, and I think that's what I'm talking about with like these these movies that really they're in the middle, but because it's exactly what we want, it elevates it 
so that it's not because I think anymore if it's something you like it doesn't matter if it's in the middle or not because you're you like it so it's going to be up here right very very true you know what's that scene oh my god Katie Holmes in the first and Batman Begins before she got recast by Maggie Gyllenhaal for whatever reason Tom um, Cruise would be the reason oh god I believe she was still with Tom Cruise <laughs> for do you remember woman. hey she got like, the fuck out of Dodge so she good did. for her and it was good She did you see pictures of her like towards the end of their relationship she looked awful and well she was all stressed out because she thought they were gonna send like the kid on the fucking Sea Oregon I just listened well, to a whole she's probably like, getting interrogated daily I listened to a whole uh big uh, four-part podcast about uh, Elrond today at work and oof ah. Was it um... Andy Daly on uh, Dead Authors Podcast? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I'm trying to remember. Remember that scene in Batman Begins where he's leaving the hotel, Christian Bale and mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is leaving the hotel and he's soaked. He just jumped in the pool with the two chicks. With the two chicks. The fountain. And really, she's yeah. standing there and yeah, the fountain. And she's standing there and she's all disappointed. And she hits him with some line. And I can't remember the line, but it was some awesome line. But you know Is it what he repeats back to her later? Oh yeah, yeah. It's the one it's the one where she tells him like um you know, she's telling him about you keep talking about all these things you're going to do and how you're a good person underneath. But it's what you do. And she tells him, yeah, it's not who you are underneath, but what you do that right. defines right. you. Right, and he hits her with that later, and, he, and yeah. she's like... <laughs> later, before she knows he's Batman, he hits her with that line, and she's sitting there like, whoa, holy shit. That and first it's like, movie in the trilogy, oh, like, was, I know all the love gets put on The Dark Knight, but Batman Begins is a great fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, the second one is the best one. The first one is right there, though. The third one's still a good movie. It's just not as good as... The other two are, like, all-time great movies. The third one got a little overambitious, but I will admit to getting a little misty at the end. And Katie Holmes was great in that movie. Like, I don't... Like, Maggie Gyllenhaal, she was okay in the next it one. It was just very jarring that they recast the character. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Katie Holmes was so good in that first one. She had a lot of great lines. That, the whole movie was filled with great lines. That's all I want. Movie. Well, Liam Neeson is fucking great And what's movie. so crazy is the same guy who wrote Batman Begins wrote Man of Steel. Isn't that unbelievable? It genuinely is. That's one of the reasons I was excited about that movie, because it was like... All the no, Nolan I remember. guys. I remember because we were watching the trailers and we were texting about the it. The trailers were awesome. And we were both like, oh, okay, yeah, this could this could potentially go somewhere. And then you, I didn't actually see it in the theater. I think we watched it on like HBO like a year after it came out. Because a lot of people were like, why would Superman snap somebody's neck? Why would he do It's like, okay, yeah, that doesn't really ring true to me either. But the problem is the whole rest of the fucking movie. Yeah, if the rest of the movie was excellent, that wouldn't, like, define the movie. No, because you are so willing, like, some movies that we talk about on, uh, uh, after the movie, it's like, okay, this was really fucking stupid, and, but I don't care, because it was a, it was a fucking blast. I just had fun. Bob, can we get the next two-week commitment? What what's your next two week commitment? Before two weeks pass, you know who knows. We'll probably end up doing a podcast in three days. But two <laughs> weeks from now, you must watch Commando before then. Oh, we're gonna buy it tonight, and we're gonna fucking watch it. Sweet. <laughs> oh, Bob, it's so good. Stick around. Let off some steam. Bennett. Oh my god. 
Bob, there's this treasure trove of glory just waiting for you. <laughs> now you're going to cooperate, right? Wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alyssa Milano is like eight years old in that movie or something. It's like, whoa, this is weird. <clears throat> oh my God, it's, it's so good. Oh, Jesus Christ. But no, yeah, that was so disappointing because it, it's... Even Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde had its issues. I thought that was a fun movie. I did not. I know, you didn't like it at all, which I don't understand. But I like watching I, Charlie's, I just like, thought, wreck shit. I just thought that movie had the problem I'm talking about. I felt like she had a lack of charisma in that movie. Which is so weird because Charlize is so good in so many things. But in that specific movie, I just felt like she was kind of there. I, I can kind of understand where you're coming from with that. She did, she certainly didn't have that same screen presence that she has in other and things. At one point, but... at one point, she's defending the guy who had been shot at the end of the movie, who she's trying to get out of the country, and she wins that fight with the guy in the room, mm-hmm. and she like tosses him into a wall and just like says one line and drops a bitch. And I just thought the line was like really poorly delivered. I thought it was like a bad line. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, if it was a good line, you would remember it. And it, I can't even remember it because it was a shitty line. All I remember is her saying bitch. And that was it. That was like her one line of the whole movie. It was like, there should have been 10 of these. To, to me, that movie was, I enjoyed it while I was there. I will never watch it again. I would probably I, never watch it again, but I did enjoy it. I really, while I was in there watching it, I was like, I'm bored. I don't know what it was. Maybe I wasn't in the right frame of mind or something. Hey, you, you know what movies I'm not bored watching? Fast and the Furious. That prison break scene with Jason Statham in The Rock is the greatest thing that franchise has ever From done. From the instant he rips the concrete bench off of the wall <laughs> and starts curling with it to the instant he gets hit with rubber bullets and shrugs it off like he's the motherfucking Hulk. Greatest movie. Yeah. I've been waiting for this. Keep waiting, bitch. 10 out of 10, st- 10 That's out of 5 That's a line. Stars. That's a line, Erica. Oh, my God. I'm going to beat you like a Cherokee drum. Alex, we could have walked out after that. It was like, that. Oh. I'm, I'm fulfilled. Yeah. The moment I saw that prison break scene, I'm like, I'm in for a great fucking movie here. <laughs> Where is my rock Jason Statham movie? Well, we're going to get Hobbs, which is going to delay the next Fast and Furious movie. But you know what I would love to see is that they, they have such good chemistry together. That we get The Rock in Crank 3. That would just be I just We're never getting Crank 3, but oh my god, yes, please. <laughs> you know what? Jason Statham is a great example. Jason Statham, if he was around in the late 80s, early 90s, he would, be would have been megastar. one of the biggest stars in the fucking world. Instead, in this era, he's just kind of like a guy, but he's fucking awesome. If you show people those Crank movies... The first Transporter movie? Oh, so good. The f- Do you remember that scene in the first Transporter movie where he's fighting on oil with all the guys and they're slipping and sliding all over the place? He, he puts like and the, he puts yes. like something on his feet so it's he doesn't like the, slide all over the place? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That movie was awesome. Hey, could, we, could we just redo uh, Fast 8 and get rid of Vin Diesel and Tyrese... And Ludacris. No, leave Luda. Luda's oh, okay, fine. Okay, we'll leave Luda. Luda's not complaining. Luda's just happy to be there, man. Luda gets that money from all that producing shit. You know, he don't give a fuck about the Fast and <laughs> Furious movies. You know, you know Ludacris is like the host of Fear Factor on MTV. 
Really? Yeah. Alex, we actually have been to a Ludacris concert. We were only there for like five minutes. Because it was horrible. Too many people, yeah. You know what? I'm not going to ask for this yet because you you must watch Commando. But one day for the podcast, you two must watch a few episodes of The Challenge. (laughs) <laughs> because I promise you, Erica, I guarantee you, if you watch a couple episodes, it's going to be one of those terrible days. I always tell people on Xbox Live, I know it's horrible. I know it's the worst. But sometimes you just got to admit, fuck, Alex if, was right. If 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 you can uh, get your cousin to join us to talk about it, we can totally do that. Yeah, of course. She's a guest star on the podcast. What are you talking about, me? No. Who? What, what Jennifer? Oh my God, you're right. We could have Jennifer on to talk about the challenge. Jen would probably come on and talk with us about. We could the have challenge. four people. It won't be too many at all. That never goes poorly on podcasts. <laughs> Great. Everyone's shouting over each other. Oh, they were sure that we hate movies, guys. They've been doing it for like eight years, though. I want to watch Hard Target now. We may have to buy Hard Target tonight. <laughs> Wilford Brimley, he's on a horse, Bob, and he's, like, shooting arrows. It's insane. <laughs> well, I think if, if we're going to watch any of this... We have got a little bit off the we, We're, we're going to have to actually end this podcast. Yes, I do think it's a good time. <laughs> so, so what time did we start? One hour and 48 minutes ago. I was going to say, we've been going for a minute. Erica, tell me, uh, what's your Twitter? Uh, Where can I'm people find you? at Lady Near the Lake. Bob? At the new time, Lord. Don't follow me, though. All I do is bitch about, like, fucking, like, everything. So don't, don't nah, follow No, nah. no, you me. guys should follow... Don't steal my gimmick. I'm sorry. You guys should follow Erica. I don't have a Twitter. Don't follow me. Don't add me. I didn't realize that was your gimmick. Yeah. I apologize. I also have another gimmick where oh, I say, okay. thanks for forcing me to do this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, because you don't seem enthusiastic during this at all. No. Well, someone's got to bring some energy to this fucking thing. Oh, uh, yes. Yes, because we're You're very... welcome. We're very low energy. <laughs> very, Yeah. Tune in next time where we sing the entire uh, Hamilton musical. Don't fucking tempt me. <laughs> oh, we have a we have a pay per view coming up in a few weeks, don't we? Survivor Series. When Surv- it's like right before Thanksgiving, right? Oh, you know what's tomorrow night? I know I'm the only one who cares, so whatever. But uh, tomorrow night is George St. Pierre against Michael Bisping and Joanna Janjacek versus Rose Namajunas. I think I said her name right. I think I butchered her last name. Anyway, those are going to be two really good fights in the UFC. You know, so whatever. I've always, I'm cares, so. I have actually wanted to get into UFC. It's just, it's, it, I never seem to be in sync with when it's on. Well, you know, the problem with UFC is they always tend to start really late. So the main event doesn't start till it's like one in the morning. Yeah, and I'm asleep by then. And, but that's like, I'm but it's set up lame. because that's the perfect time for the bro who wants to go out to the bar. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're all tanked up and it's, you paid your five bucks to get into the They're bar. They're there and... in their fucking affliction shirts with oh, the yeah. random patterns the all over tee. them. The stripey tee. You got the striped long sleeve striped yeah. shirt too. Very important. I wish I was that guy. That guy seems so happy. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> you know, that guy voted for Trump. He's so blissful. Brock Lesnar guy? No, no, thank you. I'm good. Oh, my God. Could you imagine being, like, happy right now? Like, that, that you know, your guy is in office and you're happy. I mean, you'd be the just the biggest douche, but you're happy. Speaking of, speaking of horrible celebrity, I'm air quoting, wrestling fans. So that was a, a, a fake ending to the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, whatever. Sorry, everyone. No, it's totally fine. <laughs> who are you bringing up? Because I have a few that, that could go fuck themselves. You know who's what still blows my fucking mind? That Mick Foley's hot daughter 
wants anything to do with that idiot with the clown makeup on. Like, could you imagine? You're, you're an you're idiot. You're Mick fucking Foley, and that motherfucker walks up to your door. You're like some jabroni who's in the crowd with half your face painted with clown makeup, and the hot blonde who's Mick Foley's daughter is like, Say. man, this is my fetish. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that. Maybe is that's what it is. what it is. She's into clowns. I don't know why. It took I'd me that rather long to him that than out. that fucking white blazer asshole. Oh, fuck who's, that who's guy. the big John Cena fan? Fuck that guy. Burr, 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 burr. And whatever. Fine. Be a big John Cena fan, but fuck that guy. You know what? I gotta be honest. I'm a big John Cena fan. John Cena in the last... A couple years. Last two to three years is awesome. Those U.S. Open challenges for the, champion, the U.S. Championship belt were amazing. It's For me, it's mostly anything that's been on Total Divas. What's what's his face? Uh, what's the what's the character when he was playing beer pong with oh Nikki Bella? Oh my god, what is it called? Deke Stokes. Deke Stokes, but my friends call me like the Spencer something. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let's do that again in reverse. Well, and his movie roles have been great too. I'm sorry that that beer pong sequence from that episode. Is the fucking truth right there. That's the only... You know what? This is what's so funny about John Cena. Is this guy's like this big muscled up brute. And you think he's such a bro athlete type. He's a huge nerd. He is. He's a did fucking you, dork. Did you see that video I linked to you? Where he's talking about his PC setup. And this is not some fake setup thing. Right. Yeah. He just starts rattling off. Oh, here's my monitor. Here's the fucking model number. I don't even know the model number of my monitor. He's just like... He's like, here's my monitor. Here's my graphics card. Here's my PC. Here's the case I put it in. He's having a great time. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself... When the fuck does John Cena have any time to play a video game? Much less like a time suck like Command and Conquer. <laughs> and then I see some video the other day. He learned to play the piano. He learned Chinese. I want to be John Cena. This guy's the man. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Dude, whatever he's doing, I don't care what he's doing. Put me on it because it's working. <laughs> I'm not a drug guy. Put me on it because it's fucking. <laughs> I, I really, I just want to do like a follow along with him for like a week. Like, I'll just sit back. I just want to see Bob, how you I do think, it. I think one day in, you'd be so depleted. You'd be, be like, so I'm tired. done. I'd be like, I'm done. I, he's I'm, like, I'm like, he's like, great. I'm gonna go hang out with my wife, Nikki Bella. I'm gonna go fuck my <laughs> wife in the other room. <laughs> Deuces. Takes the elevator up. <laughs> Remember when Bob was like, that elevator looks kind of small. I'm like, John Cena's John standing Cena's in it. Right? <laughs> the guy's like the size of a house himself. It's not a small That elevator. elevator's huge. Right. <laughs> oh my god. How do you put an elevator in your house, though, that you can't fuck in? It's a one-person elevator. You could fuck in that elevator. Oh, believe me, Bob. You can fuck anywhere. And I'm sure they've, they have fucked in the elevator many times. That wedding's gonna be televised, right? Like oh, they're just gonna—are they gonna sure. do that in the I'm fucking sure. ring at WrestleMania? Because John Cena would have it no other way. You know, I'm a little tempted because it's in New Orleans and we had a blast when we went the last time. And I'm—I I'm want to see that Nakamura entrance at Mania. Are you gonna come, Alex? It's no, it's not gonna be that good. Was... But uh... oh man, you know, honestly, that is the only thing I remember last year in WrestleMania is when Cena did that proposal in the ring. That's like the only thing I even remember. 
Because he was great. Fucking Cena, man. Look, everyone's looking up in the air because Erica, who's as big of a wrestling fan as me, cannot remember one second of that fucking show. Was it... Well, Reigns was in the... Was that him versus Lesnar? I legitimately... I don't think that was... That was not that I legitimately don't remember. Alex, you should come with us to WrestleMania. No, didn't they do the dumb fucking... Was it... No, Goldberg came back the night after, right? Or did they do Goldberg? I thought it was Gold- it was Goldberg Lesnar on that show, and Lesnar won, and then Goldberg retired again the last next night. Who the fuck did Reigns wrestle? I don't fucking know. Was it Triple H? No, Seth wrestled Triple H. Remember, because his leg was all fucked up. Oh man, that was it. Two years ago, where Stephanie took one of her yearly bumps into a table. <gasps> no, that entrance that she did. Oh no, remember? Reigns was going for a spear on Triple H and Triple H dodged it and Reigns destroyed Stephanie. Yes, it was delightful. And then and then Oh yeah. Seth is wrestling Triple H. Seth runs out of the way, Triple H buffs bumps Stephanie through the table. Yeah. This is the only time. It was like the most gentle for, bump of all time. Yeah, yeah, for hysterical. sure. At least those tables like, broke. Careful, 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 boop, boop. At least those tables broke, unlike the ones for Dean Ambrose. Who the fuck did Reigns wrestle last year? Was he hurt? Maybe he was hurt. I don't think so, but... No, yeah. didn't he? <sighs> but this just goes to show you how unmemorable the show was. Because there was the dumb bullshit with um, Randy and... No, Reigns wrestled the fucking Undertaker. That's right. And then he retired the Undertaker, who's oh, coming God. back in a couple months. Because, you know, what I need in my life is more old Undertaker who can't move anymore. Well, oh, and if we're going to bring him back, I know no one listens to this, and I'm just going to focus on the microphone for some reason. Can we please, 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 please bring him back with the Ministry of Darkness theme? <laughs> just once. Dun, 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 so good. Dun, dun, so good. You get the dun, guitar riff going. Dun, dun, the Ministry of... Oh, dun, oh dun, my God. Dun, so good. Dun, dun, dun. Like every year at WrestleMania, like I post it on Twitter. I'm just a fucking reminder. This is the superior motherfucking Undertaker entrance. Remember music. when Undertaker used to come out to Rollin? Yes, I do. It was <laughs> it was a sad period for Keep all of rolling, us. Rolling, 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 rolling. What? What was it? You think it was WrestleMania 19 where they performed, and they introduced them as the WWF's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Outstanding. That was at the Silver Dome, wasn't it? No, that was nineteen. Was up in Seattle. Okay. Actually, that was where um that was Angle v uh Lesnar. That was a great match until Lesnar tried to kill himself with a shooting star press. Yeah. Jericho had a great match with uh HBK that year. That was a good WrestleMania. There have been many good WrestleManias. Well, just I mean, not in the last five years. I liked thirty mostly because we went, but. And the Daniel Bryan stuff was amazing. Yeah, that was the one highlight. Of course, it's all Cesaro eclipsed. like flipping the Big Show out with a with ease. That, that with was enjoyable ease. as well. The fucking crowd lost their are, fucking mind. Are you trying to tell me though that the uh, Taker Lesnar match was not very good? I will say it was it was incredible live because I was on my phone. I wasn't paying attention, and you hear. Oh yeah, it was so great. Clearly, it was so. No, no, no. The atmosphere was amazing. Was insane. It was absolutely bonkers. 
All right. So what have you gone about two hours? Yeah, we I should wrap it up now. Two hours. Yeah, yes. I think we're good. So. Listen, are, we, are we really doing it this time? We're not. We're not. Look, we're not fucking plugging any podcasts on this fucking network until we get a plug back. Fuck them all. Don't listen to anything. And all I have to say is one more thing. Erica. Yes. Hug me. Hold me tight. <laughs> This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>